episode is Save the Track Bike, presented by Hexagon Cycles. This is the first part of two episodes I'm releasing today. And on this one, we have an interview with the founder of Rad Race. We preview Fixed 42 and talk a little bit about the Tour de Friends. And then after that interview, I cover the crit that happened here in Colorado this last weekend which was the Modern Market Crit, which you might remember us having an interview with the organizer of that race. So, yeah, there's a lot to cover today, so I split it in two episodes. So, without further ado, let's just get into this. My name is Ingo. I'm one of the founders of Red Race. Uh, I live in Hamburg, Germany. And uh, I'm doing Red Race for almost uh, four, four or five years now. We're in the fifth season uh, after we started uh, our race series uh, 2014. So thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. So Fix 42 is this weekend, right? Exactly. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I mean, pretty much everyone I've had on this podcast talks about fixed 42 being on their bucket list it's on my bucket <laughs> list <laughs> uh definitely something i want to do and definitely something that's wholly original so where did the idea come from yeah thanks so much it's uh it's 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 nice to hear of course uh people saying nice things about your races um the story is pretty crazy uh when we started red race in 2013 we wanted to organize wild bicycle races, like not the usual shit that you have uh, every weekend. And it's kind of dying out, to be honest. Like, you can go racing every, every other weekend in Germany. I guess it's pretty similar in Belgium or UK, anywhere else, pretty much. And it's um, it, there was a big hype in the 90s. Um, and in the 90s, like, hundreds of riders showed up for Criteria and... and and uh, all kinds of races, and, and 20,000 or 30,000 people showed up for the bigger road uh, bike races that we have. But um, right now, racing in Germany means you're meeting in an industrial area somewhere like on the ass of the world, and you're riding there with uh, 20, 30, maybe 60 riders, and then that's it. And there's always the same music. Uh, Europe, the final countdown is playing, and it's like... <laughs> It's like super boring, super boring music, super boring people, and uh, there there are not really prices. The women they don't get their own races. Not really women are showing up anymore because why would they? Right? They racing with the four or five same women. They are racing every time. So we we just thought. I mean, bike racing is like the most insane sport in the world. You're racing with like 60, 70 k um around the corner and you it's like it's like super fast and spe spectacular but why is it so shitty uh, to watch <laughs> why is it so shitty and boring to watch a bicycle race when you're standing on on the side of the street and then the sound goes like <clears throat> and then that was the bike race and you're like okay that was bike racing well perfect i waited here for two hours then i saw them passing by um and it's not like uh in in france when you have like the tour de france and you see like uh, hundreds and thousands of people um, going to to see the Tour de France, and I witnessed that for the first time last year. And it and it's not really only about bicycle races. It's it and the people and and the the famous riders. It's just like people standing there. Then there are like cars throwing stuff uh, to people and just 
having people, making people having a good time. And this is what we wanted to do. We wanted to create races that are more like a skateboard contest or like a surf surfboard contest, like where, where you can see stuff that's happening in front of your nose, where you can like grab on, hold on to the riders. Um, I don't know. You're just like you're in the middle of something and you're not just like standing there. So um, we created fixed gear races because um, fixed gear races even seem more spectacular to people on the, in the outside world um, because they see people without brakes racing. And then um, the Red Hook Crit got really big in 2012, 13, 14, and it's even getting bigger right now. Um, but then we started having our races. We, we do a race, uh, it's called a Last Man Standing. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. It's on a, an, an indoor car track. Um, and that's, of course, very, very great to see for spectators. But we also always wanted to crash a marathon, kind of what the Wolfpack Hustle guys are doing in, uh, in Los Angeles where they're showing up uh, in the middle of the night um, in a at the marathon course of Los Angeles, and they're starting like 4 a.m. in the morning, crashing the course that is only already set up with boundaries and stuff like that. But, I mean, we wanted to do it legit and legal. So we always had the dream of having a marathon distance, crashing a marathon distance with fixed-gear bikes. And then uh, we were sitting down together with uh, uh, people that organize our hometown races here in Hamburg, the Cyclassics, more than 20,000 people are coming to that race. It's one of the biggest road bike races in the world. And we just asked them if we can host a red race in their frame program, in their official program. So they said, yeah, you can do that. And we were like, okay, um, if we can do that, what can we do? They said, yeah, what about a sprint race? And we always wanted to do a legit sprint race too. So we're doing a red race battle. That's also very spectacular for, for spectators. But then we said, hey, our big dream is organizing a race that, that goes 42 kilometers um, through the city and not a criterium that's just running in circles. Um, but we wanted to do a really road race for fixed gear. And they said, let's do that. And then we were like coming back from that meeting and we were like super enthusiastic. We were said, hey, we need to call this, uh, give, it, give it a name uh, somehow and, and get it out to people. So we're like, okay, the distance is 42 kilometers, so let's just call it Fix 42. And then we were like, hey, where we come from, a guy from Münster in uh, Germany, he invented a skateboard World Cup. So we were like, okay, fuck the UCI, fuck everything. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. We just, we just do a European Championships. Uh, and then we were like, all right, whatever. We just call it World Championships just to piss some people off and just to like, I don't know, just do what we want because it's our own company. It's, it's what we can do. It's our own invest. It's our own money. It's hundred percent red race. It's hundred percent friends. It's no one else. It's just our thing. So we just call it red race fixed 42 world championships um, just to piss some people off. And um, <laughs> within the past four years, five years, we're doing this the fourth year. Now it has increased from 350 riders to now 650 riders that registered for that race. And um, people seem to like that race. They, uh, it, more and more people are coming from, I think, 30 nations from all over the planet, people from Indonesia, people from India, people from Asia, from, from America, from the UK, from everywhere. People are coming to that race. And uh, it seems like uh, we're doing something right, at least. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean... 
the whole road race analogy as well, or not analogy, but comparison, like with it, it's the same in the U.S. You go to the Criteriums, there's, you know, again, I was at a Criterium recently and the playlist of the music is like smash mouth is coming on and then and then like all of this like weird music you're just like why is this happening right now and then uh also it was funny because they were like i was like so when's registration going up like in a pre-race thing you know and it's like oh well nobody registers till a day of anyway and then i'm like well not really if you're doing it right i mean because you look at red hook you look at mission crit you look at all the rad races and people are registering because they're hungry for something different and exactly and i love that you guys are doing that like every event you guys do just looks so much fun which i think that we got to remember that like racing and competition like you can take it seriously you can train you can be fast but at the end of the day we're all on bicycles and we're all just humans (laughs) and it should be fun even if it's highly competitive yeah and um uh, i mean it's lots of stuff you said has very very deep thoughts in that because we have thought about this a lot and we have thought about this a lot also in terms of how professional do we want to play this how professional is the whole fixed gear scene developing in that in that direction direction like, I mean, uh, look at Ivan Cortina, who won the Red Hook Crit, like, in Milan or something uh, a f- few months ago. Um, he's, like, a pro uh, rider. Like, many people that, that win, the uh, 100% of people that win a Red Hook Crit are pro racers, and they do nothing else but bicycle races. Um, uh, and then we thought, what are we doing with the Red Race? Because also at the Fix 42, you will see the, the top riders uh, winning that thing. But then, on the other hand... It's like, let me just give you one example of this one guy, this French uh, guy, his name is Louis, and he broke, like, I don't know, so many bones in his body in a horrible car crash. He lost a friend in that car crash while driving back from a, from a, a road bike race. Um, um, he, he was injured so bad, but he's training now for 12 months to get back on his bike and ride those goddamn 42K in Berlin. Um, at the very end of the pack, at the very end of the field, we will be there with the car, with like the sweeping car. So just to make sure he has the 35k average speed um, minimum that he have to ha- has to have to finish that race. But that's the story that that red race is. It's who gives a fuck about the people who win that race? They get the prizes, they get their Oakleys and their DT Swiss wheel set, and they get like a lot of great presents. And, and we have an own women race that is starting uh, eight minutes behind the men's race. We're trying to improve that. We're trying to make it bigger and better and, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But for Red Race, it's not really about the competition. And there is a competition. People want to compete. It's 650 riders uh, registering for, a, for a, a fixed gear race. But what I think people why are so many people are registering for that because they can ride their own race if they want to the streets in berlin are like 12 15 meters wide you can ride your own race you can ride in the peloton if you want to if if not you can do it like lewis does right in the very back of the of the field and just finish that race he will get off his bike he will be super uh, excited and we will make sure he, he he arrives safe and sound um the women get their own shot 
I mean, I think this is what makes it so special. And um, this is what we want to uh, achieve with, with Red Race. Like, it's more about the fun than winning winning a race. I think that that definitely comes across too. So what should people expect if they're coming out to the race? Kind of paint a picture for the day and like what it looks like. Yeah, we um, what we always try to do with Red Race is giving people a full weekend, full weekend of, of not only racing, but partying, drinking beer, having fun, uh, sitting together and having a good time. So we teamed up with um, uh, Saskia. Uh, she's uh, a very um, enthusiastic fixed gear rider from uh, the Netherlands. And she created Fixed Days a few years ago. And Fixed Days is like a, a fixed gear festival that's touring uh, around Europe. They have been to the Netherlands, to, to the Germany, all over the place. And we teamed up with them to give people a full weekend of racing. So when they arrive on Friday, there's a pre-party. They can drink so much. And then they have a full day to recover on Saturday. There's all kinds of sprint races, of picking up your starter kit on Saturday, um, having a good time at the registration. There's group rides for people coming to Berlin. They can just chill there um, where we're giving out the starter kits. Uh, there's a cool, uh, the place is called Backyard, and it really is a backyard where you can just chill and have a good time, uh, eat something, whatever. You can just enjoy your time, having a good time. And then on Sunday, the race starts at 2. So there's enough time to get in the train in Berlin, to pack your, your, your small bag, get on the train to Ludwigsfelde, that's around 40k uh, in front of the doors of uh, Berlin. And then um, when the, as soon as the race starts, you can just give us your, your little bag and we will transport your little bag uh, to the finish line where you can pick it up from our uh, rider's bus. Um, and then... Um, you could, there, there's going to be a big award ceremony um, right at Brandenburger Tor in, in Berlin, like in the middle of that great city. Um, so, like I said, what we always try to do is give people not only an hour of, of that race. I know it's on the bucket list of many people riding uh, over a German autobahn with 50k, 60k, 70k. Um, the, the fastest riders had an average speed of 50k um, uh, kilometers per, per uh, hour. You can uh, translate that to, to miles. Um, uh, but like I said, we're trying to give people a, a full weekend of, um, of, of, of good times. Is there going to be a live stream this year? Yes, it's going to be a live stream on Facebook. And there's going to be a live where we're having um, the uh, men's race transported live on Facebook on Red Race, uh, Facebook Red Race. And uh, there's going to be a second live stream with a second camera that is going to be on Red Race Instagram that is giving you the uh, women's peloton. Um, we have paid a lot within the last two, three years for more professional live streams. Um, to be honest, we, we needed that money on, on, in other areas and it's very, very expensive. And as I have seen um, the big video screens at Retrocrit Brooklyn, they also were gone. So. It's a lot of money and invest to bring you a proper live stream. But um, to be 100% uh, honest, we will try to be uh, in HD on Facebook uh, for the men's race and on Instagram for the women's race. People can, can choose. You can have watch the race on two screens. We will follow the leaders. We will uh, stick to the uh, breakaway if there is one. 
um, so people have an idea of what's happening and um, there will be two cameras on two motos in the field. For sure. Yeah, I'm always just curious because like, even if it's like, I honestly like want to do fix 42 less to like race, but just for the experience. And that's what racing is for me. It's like, I'm more so racing myself, but I do love like watching the races when I can't make it to them and getting the stories of the people who are in them. Hence why I have this podcast. So even if it's a live stream on Instagram or Facebook, I love it. Yeah. It's it's gonna be sh it's gonna be shitty. It's not gonna be what you can expect from a Tour de France uh, thing. Uh, we got a, a awesome support from GoPro this year. So uh, once the race is over, we already have a um, uh, we will edit some footage for GCN for the GCN channel because they will report from that race on Monday in their show. Um, they oh, that's great news. Yeah, it's it seems like they did the same thing for um, for the last man standing and um in berlin that we did in march and um of course we're getting more and more coverage and i think what gcn also needs is like pictures from uh and and uh, images from like spectacular races because they they always also have the same stuff on every other weekend so if we're coming up with um 650 people riding fixed gear in berlin uh with uh they riding faster than the pros last year uh, i think that's a story too so um, they will report from, from the whole race with our GoPro footage on uh, Monday and from uh, the footage that we record with a second cameraman. So there's going to be more and more footage from, from that race on, on Monday. If you want that footage for your race, I can also send you a download link. You can do whatever you want uh, with that. I'll put it in your, in your, on your website or whatever. Um, it's, uh, yeah, and the live stream will be shitty. It will be with iPhones, but at least it's going to be uh, it's going to be live and we, we're just trying to do our thing and we would love to have a legit um, broadcast. That's our big, biggest dream to have that. But I mean, we're just starting. We're just in year five. So uh, let's do this again in five years and then we see where we are. For sure. And at some point, probably in the next like five years, live stream will be so easy and so high quality that <laughs> yeah, it won't be as probably. expensive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's next for Rad Race? after fix 42 um, yeah i mean like i said um before we were finding ourselves within the last five years and we, i think we found ourselves pretty good um to do not only fixed gear races because that's what red hook does that's what red hook does perfectly if you ask me people are not coming up with new stuff so i love what mission crit does i love what thunder crit does I love what um, the, the Dutch NL crit series does. But to be 100% honest, Josh, they are all doing the same thing. I mean, it's that it's not something new. That's still people riding around in circles. And that's still nothing new. So I, I'm not saying we're doing anything better. I'm just saying this year we didn't do a, a fixed crit because we thought, hey, there's so many great fixed crits out there. Now we started this five years ago in in uh, in Germany, uh, and we have the DJ, the music, maybe a host that not, that's not talking always the same thing <laughs> that that the usual other people are telling other writers. We have like I don't know we're doing stuff that now everyone else does. So this is why we came up with new formats, and another new format that we came up with is the Red Race Tour de France. 
And the red risk to the friends is not with, uh, with friends for friends, like my, my body's not for friends for, for that country. So um, the info is on our website. The Tour de France is a ride for 500 riders from Munich to Venice. You can ride on any bike you want. It's a stage race. It's a stage ride, however you want to call it, with four stages from Munich to Austria, from Austria to Italy, then two stages in Italy. And you're meeting every night on a square in Italy, in Austria, where we're just celebrating a big block party on the streets in the summer with 500 riders. And you can ride with fixed gear, you can ride with your cyclocross bike, you can ride with your road bike, you can ride with your mountain bike. It doesn't really matter. It, what matters is that you finish that, that race. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it like, it's not, we call it a race, but it's not, it's not really one. And we did it last year for 400 riders. This year, um, almost 500 signed up. We will do this again in September. People can still sign up if they want. And we will do another uh, Tour de France in 2019. And um, also that's going from Germany to through Austria to Switzerland with five stages uh, over the Stelvio in, uh, in Italy. We're working on that. We're testing that route uh, in four weeks. And then right now we're planning to have a Tour de France in Colombia in 2019 or 20. And we want to do more of those races, more of those rides, stage races, because I think this is what people want. They don't really want to travel through whole Europe for 30, 40 minutes of racing. And if you're not fast enough, you're going to get overlapped and then that's it. And that was your racing time. But I think everyone wants to have their, their good times. So um, the Tour de France was, is something new for us that we want to build on. And we still want to have the Fix 42. Uh, we still want to do uh, the Last Man Standing. Uh, but we'd rather do five or six great events than 20 shitty ones. Uh, so uh, we're trying to do our thing and uh, trying to improve the races and to to uh, give people a good time. We have around 2,000 people riding our races in uh, uh, 2018. And um, when we do another Tour de France in next year, in 2019, we're hoping to, to even uh, have races for even more people. The thing that you guys are doing is very similar to what I see in like endurance running or like in gravel racing in the U S yes, where yes. it's a challenge for yourself to finish something and to do something that is competing with yourself. And there can be people at the front that are competing with each other. And then there can be people at in the middle or at the back that are competing with themselves. And, and that way it's welcoming to everyone. And it's just a challenge rather than, just being out there and you know like i'm never gonna win like a red hook crit like but i could go to a fix 42 and i can definitely finish the race <laughs> yes yes and i'm not saying anyone is doing anything not as good as anyone uh but i think people are seeing the development and um, this is why uh trimble is changing the formats all the time and in my opinion this is why he's changing the format in that direction that people are racing more that everyone races two races, yeah. that everyone is not out of the qualifying race if he's not good enough or she to, to have a fast lap, a hot lap that brings you into the finals, then you're getting smashed in the, in the, um, in the last chance race. That's... Maybe that, wasn't, that was good for the time, but now I think it's great that he, he created more racing time for everyone. And this is what I think needs to happen. Uh, I've seen A and B races in Germany coming up now. Um, and um, I think this is why people are showing up and people are not showing up to get destroyed 
and uh, be out of that race after 10 minutes. Um, but I think people need need a program if they're coming uh, to Berlin, for example, uh, for uh, for that race. And if I would be there from Indonesia in Berlin and I traveled like 36 hours to be on the starting line, I mean, what happens if you're getting, having a flat on the starting line? I mean, what happens then? I can tell you what happens in our race. We will get this guy from Indonesia. We will put him in our sweeper car. It's a big bus now with music, with Beck's beer, and he's just sitting there. He will maybe cry a little bit, but he will be drunk once he's arriving in the, uh, <laughs> in the finish line. Uh, uh, he's crossing the finish line. And we still are trying to give him a good time. And maybe he already celebrated on Friday at the pre-party. Maybe he, he enjoyed the fixed days a little bit. And then he's like, the, the racing part was just a small part of the whole thing. Um, so he can go back and still tell people I was there. And he will be back pretty sure to, to finish it. But I, you know what I mean. It's like it's so much can happen while you're racing. You can, you can crash. You can have a flat. You can have a technical. Um, but still, we want people to, to just be there for a reason and this is not only racing it's about uh, having fun absolutely i think that's a good place to end it so yeah <laughs> uh is there anything else you want to say before we head out no thank you just just thank you thank you so much for doing this and i like i said i, I love what you're doing i love when people uh really do it themselves i mean diy has become such a phrase uh, I'm part of uh, punk rock and hardcore music, like back in the day, um, and uh, I've, I've seen it. I've seen people come and go and talk so much and n never do something. And it does, for me, it doesn't really matter if you start your own backyard race, if you start your own podcast or fanzine or magazine or or crew or just go out and ride. I mean, if you don't do that and you just talk, nothing happens. Um, so just go out and do something. And this is why I think it's so great you're doing this. So. Thanks for giving us a platform, making this a little bit better. And I hope to see you in, in Munich then for the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really fun. I need to figure out a way to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can people find you on, on the internet? Um, yeah, it's on the whole race series. It's on red-race.com, redrace.com. Um, this is the easiest way to, to find about the uh, – the uh the race series cool thank you so much for doing this yeah thank you so much who are you i'm adam poshan i'm racing uh fixed gear today should be pretty good are you stoked about it yeah man it's good to see uh fixed racing being taken seriously by uh bigger officials and the man i'm danny and i just love riding bikes you know i'm from new york uh yeah man i just love riding fixed gear and i'm glad to be out here with all the friends out here you know Every time Danny rides, he just has a smile on his face. Like right now, I'm super nervous. Yeah. You know, I'm under pressure right now. Is this your first fixed crit? Sanctioned first fixed crit. So, yeah, yeah. Super fun. Super excited. You're going to kill it. Hello. Hi, Isaac. How are you? My name is Joe Kufal. I'm from Boulder, Colorado, and I'm really ready to race some single speeds. Nice. We are at the Modern Market Crit Intergalactic Single Speed's about to start. Are you stoked? I am so stoked. Stoked as real. 
just watching everybody set up their bikes, get their kits ready. Out here with the Sunday Strong guys. Everybody say what's up. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's stoked? We are, we are stoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel that the the crowd out here is there's a big fixed gear category shaping up. We got some state bicycle guys. Josh Tyrell is out here. We got Scott Piercefield out here. We got the Sunday Strong guys from Denver. We got some people doing their first fixed gear crit. It's a very mixed, very mixed uh, field. It's going to be really exciting. Let me paint a picture for you. We're out here. It's like at this fairgrounds in the middle of like fields. You can't really see like any other buildings. You just got grass. It almost looks like we're out in a prairie. And then there's this, there's this like go-kart looking track. There's one hairpin, seven turns. We got an uphill around the back part of the course. It's downhill. So that's where the race is going to get super fast. Now people got to sprint up the hill, up into the hairpin. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting race. The nerves are going. I can feel it. I'm feeling nervous. I don't even know why. It looks like they're about to be staging the fixed gear race. So we're heading down that way. Scott, do you have anything to say? Yes, I'm incredibly stoked to be racing uh, in Colorado, a fixed gear crit, not having to travel and get sick like I do every time. And I think that there's a lot of fixie dudes that are really missing out in Colorado that I'm hoping are going to make maybe the next one if we have one at Bellarama. It'll be incredibly important for all of us to come together and race it because if we don't get the numbers out here, they're going to stop having these races for us. They'll have a beach cruiser ride instead of us because they'll get 10 more people. Josh, are you stoked? I am very stoked. This is going to be a good time. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be fast, furious. You know, quarter mile at a time, right? Yeah. How are you feeling about the altitude? What altitude? Who are you? Uh, Jeff Luce. What are you doing? Where are you visiting from? I come from Dallas, Texas. How do you feel about uh, coming out to Colorado and race, and why should people get out here and do this thing? I was tired of losing in Dallas, so I decided to come up here and lose in Colorado. <laughs> There's a huge uh, cycling culture, as everybody knows, but this course is dope. Like, great course, great fans, great support, um, perfect day. You can't you can't beat it. Cool. I'll catch up with you after the race. Good luck. Can I get a quote from you? I'm Josh. I have a podcast called Save the Track Bike. And, uh, yeah, who are you? Oh, my name is Andrew. I'm the new recent addition to the team. Are you stoked about this race? Super stoked. This is my first fixed crit in Colorado. And I'm looking forward to having a good time. Sweet. We'll catch up with you after the race. Good luck. Thank you. They're not pulling. When you race fixed, you get to age up. 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Women's uh, 40 plus. Uh, three. In reverse order. Third place today in our women's 40 plus coming around my that's the sounds of your leaders passing by. Here comes the chase group. I would say there's probably about 20 seconds on the chase group. You guys ready to watch this sprint? Here we go. Piercefield's made the jump. Let's see if he can hold it. Piercefield's going. 
Oh, here comes Kavner. Kavner's got him in the crosshairs right now. Kavner's in the draft. Here comes Kavner trying to come around. Pearsfield's punching it right now. He's going to get the corner. Man, I got to tell you, I pulled a couple bosses. This is your third place right here. Third place goes to State. Well done. Josh Tyrell, Josh Tyrell played his cards properly. Andrew Geffner, fourth place. By, uh, Adam Pichon. He didn't wonder really much he could do game. there. One against two. With one of the teammates up the road. It's not like he could go take off. He just would have taken those guys with him. Good racing, guys. Whoa. Damn. I guarantee I blew a muscle watching that. Holy smokes, man. Oh, to be young again. No problem. <laughs> good job, guys. That was good racing. I'd say Pearsfield. Right, yeah, we'll I like Kavner's move. But, uh, man, oh, man, just didn't have it to get there. Whoa. Oh, that was painful. It was so much fun, though. <laughs> that was the course. It was surprisingly not technical for having the hairpin. It was a fast course. Yeah. I don't think I dropped out of the red for basically the whole, ra whole race. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Noah, you're coming back from an injury. How did it feel to finish the race? Hey, guys, that's all I could hope for today, man, is just to come out here, finish the race, and have a good time. Wasn't looking for a win, but just wanted to have fun. Hell yeah. That's the spirit. I had fun watching you guys. It was a blast. I would have had more fun racing with you guys. Getting lapped. There's always next time, man. You're out there. So Josh Tyrell, how do you feel? I feel great, man. Give you your first call of staging. What place did you get? I got third. And the elevation was all right. <laughs> did you feel it more this time? I couldn't hold my upper end as long. Okay. Yeah, so like that, that lactic build came way faster than it normally would, but it was good. <laughs> Third place, man. Third place. How about Scott? Yes, Benny. Oh. <laughs> my name's Scott. How do the legs feel? What glasses are you wearing? The legs felt awesome. That was, uh, I was in a break with a very talented individual. He just won the Tour of Gila. <laughs> yeah. So... And he just won the 40-plus the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Two-man break. Two break. <laughs> How did that feel? Oh, man. Uh, it was easier the second time, but uh, uh, it was still hard. <laughs> yeah. So you guys had a two-man break. What was the gap? Um, Do you know yet? I think it was like 25 seconds. It was enough. It kept going up yeah. and down. <laughs> we, yeah, we were playing games for a while. and We got, we got comfortable for a bit. Yeah. I think you wanted me taking the technical areas, and then you handled the straights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can get down pretty low, so it's not too bad going into the headwind. Yeah, I was basically dropping behind a speck of dust. <laughs> no, it worked. It worked very well. It's too funny. Oh, that was really fun to watch. That sprint was rad, man. We're actually yeah. teammates on the road. Yeah. So. Oh. so there was some collusion. You, <laughs> you heard it here first. Exclusive. Exclusive collusion. Adam, what's going on, man? Dude, it was a hell of a race today. You were up there. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, pretty surprised with myself. Hey, you rounded out fifth place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth place behind three pros and a national however many times champion. So, you know, it was a good day. Dude, you killed it, man. Yeah, thanks, man.
What bike are you riding? Riding an Argon today. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your glasses sponsor? What are you wearing? Ooh, ooh, man. Uh, I don't know if I can disclose that information. It's kind of confidential right now, but I can tell you the glasses start with an S. <laughs> I think that you can come to the Intergalactic Single Speed Championships and you can win some seriously awesome swag. Yeah. Nerf guns, some beer. Everything from everything. outer space. Everything from outer space that you could possibly need to dominate <laughs> besides your fixie gear bike. Yeah. This was a good race. I'm glad you liked it. We had a great time. We really want to thank everybody for coming out. We uh, were awesomely, uh, amazingly, over-the-top happy to defeat, uh, to undefeat. I'm looking at his bike over there. <laughs> we were really over-the-top thrilled to host this race this year, and we're thrilled that uh, everybody's supporting it. And we're going to do it again next year, and we would love it if we could get 50 guys and girls mixed together in the Intergalactic Single Speed Championships in 2019. Yeah. How are you feeling, man? Yeah, tired. <laughs> I got to... I gotta come up here and get used to this elevation. Yeah, that elevation is no joke. Yeah, like Texas, we have heat. They have elevation here, so yeah. Whew, that's probably the fastest I've ever ridden, like ever. <laughs> so I'm gonna frame that, put it up on the wall. I don't know. I probably got six or seven, but I'm pretty proud of it. Oh yeah, say your name again. Uh, Jeff Luce. Dude, killed it. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right, so the race got going, and. Pretty much like within the first few laps, there was a two-man break with John Kavner and Scott Piercefield, and they held that break pretty much through the whole race and ended up getting a huge gap on the chase group, which had Josh Tyrell, Andrew from State Bicycle Team, and uh, Adam Pichon, who's a local guy. They pretty much got, I think, about a 30-second gap by the end of the race. It was pretty crazy, and then they went all the way through the chase group, never really closed that gap. Scott was just on his game, and this Jonathan Kavner guy earlier in the race did pretty much the same thing in the 40-plus Masters road race, which he was in a two-man break through the whole thing, had a huge gap on the chase, and then, yeah, in the fixed gear race, it was him and Scott Piercefield doing the same thing. We come into the last corner, and they are booking it. They come into that last corner. They sprint to the finish line, and Scott just pulls it. And and John Kavner is, like, right on his wheel. So it was a really exciting race. If you want to see a video recap, uh, go to savethetrackbike.com. It's the first YouTube link right there. So click on it, watch it, share it with your friends. And next year, let's get more people to come out to the Modern Market Crit. All right, that does it for another episode of Save the Track Bike, sponsored by Hexagon Cycles. That's hexagoncycles.com. If you want to support the podcast, go buy something on the website. Use the code STTB. You can also go to iTunes, leave us a review, follow us on Instagram at Save the Track Bike, go to fixgearcrit.com. The music is Slag Girl by Vitamin Pets. And just thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. And yeah, we'll see you next time.